Welcome back to the Going Pro Podcast. I'm Lauren Withrow here with Abby Jones. And you guys, today we are so excited to dive into some more important topics. We're going to talk about things like social justice and equality and how athletes, teams, and leagues are using their platforms to inspire change in the country and around the world. We're so excited to bring in Langston Galloway. You probably know him as a guard for the Detroit Pistons, but what you might not know is that he is also the Pistons player rep in the NBPA, as well as the founder of the Langston Galloway Foundation and LG Kicks. We've been counting down the days so we could record this episode. So Langston, thank you so much for coming on with us today. What's going on? How you guys doing? So Langston, it is no secret that you have such a big heart. We followed your career and you've always been an inspiration as not only a player on the court, but off the court as well. We're really excited to dive a little bit deeper and talk about all the things that you are doing that is bigger than basketball. I'm ready, ready to go. <laughs> We have to start off, Abby and I are self-proclaimed sneakerheads. Like we can't match your level. Um, one day we might, we'll catch back up when that happens. But how did you start LG Kicks? When did you realize that your passion for sneakers was gonna become something bigger? LG Kicks kind of started as just talking about like my collection and showing people like what I have in my collection really. And then uh, it kind of transformed into being able to have a message behind what I was doing. It kind of started as the mantra that we kind of continue to stress is that it's your story, your collection. So being able to talk about, like you just mentioned, like you have a, a different story than I do. Like I collect sneakers on a daily or, or you know, whatever, but uh, you, you might only collect Adidas or only collect Converse, whatever it might be, but it's like, that's your story. So you can kind of tell and, and, and kind of speak to your own collection. So that's why I really enjoy just talking to other people about their collection. And um, and then we've kind of started our own little series. We were trying to start it and, and get it going, but it kind of got a little a little messed up with, with COVID. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, it, it, it's, it's still ongoing. And I'm just enjoying the journey of uh, a lot of different things I'm working on right now for LG Kick. So it's, it should be fun when, when it all like kind of comes ahead and I'm able to talk more about it. That's awesome. So do you come up with a custom kick design yourself or... Do you find inspiration like through your through your child? Like, how did you kind of come up with art, shoes, and your passion like all in one? Yeah, so I kind of separate, you know, LG kicks from like the the customs that I wear on the court, and so I, I make it where that's all about its own story and its own like resiliency because you know the last couple of years we just we're able to start customizing kicks and starting to, you know, sh show our own story behind our kicks. And I think that, I mean, you see right now in the bubble, like so many guys are being able to have a message behind what they're, they're kind of playing for and whatnot. So it's, it's, it's great to see. Um, but mine started with going back to as a kid, being a nineties kid, I only want to talk about like the cartoons, the movies and, and, and like just what was like, you know, passionate behind me. And so uh, I've had a couple of uncles with prostate cancer. I've had a couple of aunts with um, breast cancer. You know, we did a Black History Month, a whole month of each kick honoring somebody specific and, and, and really telling a story for them. So that's why, I mean, I, I really am passionate about the sneaker that I wear on the court because I can kind of tell my own story and, and people kind of relate to it because it's, it's so many different stories. Because 82 games, you can do a lot with that. You can do a lot with it. 
Is there one pair that you think the custom design has been the most meaningful? You know, I have one pair right now that's actually in the Hall of Fame that's uh, really meaningful to me. I mean, not from the meaning meaning of like what it stands for or anything like that, but just the historical kind of meaning to where I was as a kid watching this movie all the time, the, the Toy Story pair that I made. And, uh, and me and Andrew Lewis, we kind of came up with the concept of, hey, I think this would be dope. We kind of, you know, start going on to, to movies. And that's when we really just started. And I'm telling you, we, I wore it on the court and it kind of just took off. It blew up. And um, probably a week or two after that, like our PR guy reached out to me and said, hey, look, man, I, I need those kicks, man. Like, we're we going to put them up. And I'm like, what? Like, no, I'm, I'm not giving these kicks. And uh, and next thing you know, uh, he's like, hey, look, I'm going to put them in the Hall of Fame for you. And Long and behold, one of my friends uh, sent me a DM and was like showing me the video of it in the Hall of Fame. I, I can't wait till I'm able to go up there and check it out. So it, sh- it should be fun. Yeah, your pink fairly odd parent. Yeah. Those are my favorite. But I mean, the Toy Story ones are great, but <laughs> the cartoons are such a throwback. And like you said, like repping, like being a 90s kid, relatable. Yeah. <laughs> so I have such a question because so my dad played baseball and he always said that the locker room for them was like the coolest thing ever because they would switch watches and iPods, like just all this stuff. I mean, there were so many guys that turned him on to these new brands of things because, you know, they're all from different places. So do you guys kind of have like a sneaker swap? I don't want to say we have a sneaker swap because uh, most guys, they, I mean, they're not like into sneakers like that. Um, I, you know what I would say? Mo- most guys, uh, if they swap anything, uh, like wristbands and, and different things like that, because everybody has, they wear wristbands in the games. Um, like mine, I have, like, I don't know if you can see, it has like LG kicks on it. It has like a, like a meaning, like sacrifice, underdog, I believe, like a couple of different meanings on there. And so a lot of the younger guys, like they might be just getting into wristbands or whatever, or, you know, other guys on the team, we always switch wristbands out. Um, so that that's always cool because you can have those wristbands for, you know, forever and hold on to those. But when it comes to sneakers, you know, most of the time I'm just asking for their, their kicks and they, they'll give them to me because they're like, look, I don't care. I got so many kicks. I'm like, hey, appreciate it. I'm going to add it to my collection, add it to my collection. I mean, this is a podcast, so people listening won't be able to see you right now on social media. But yeah, yeah. You can see the stacks of <laughs> right. shoe boxes. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, couple, it's a couple of shoes over there that, and that's it's so crazy because, um, you know, with COVID going on and, and me being back home in Baton Rouge, yes. my parents, they were like, uh, well, yes. you know, it might be time for you to, you know, take all your shoes and, and uh, take them out the house. So I was like, all right. So my parents, I like, kicked out all my all my clothes, all my shoes that I had at their crib. And now they're actually like, empty right. nesters with your shoes on. Yeah, so they're, they're really empty, empty nesters now with all my shoes being over here. <laughs> so we really don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have anybody in the locker room that you can think of that has the coolest style when it comes to shoes? Oh, man, we got, we got a couple guys. I, I, I'll probably go... Uh, Seku, he's he's really uh, he's really different when it comes to the sneakers and, and fashion and whatnot. Bruce Brown's another one, and I probably Christian Wood. Those those three probably have the you know the most fashionable sense of, of fashion in, in the locker room. To move on, the Langston Galloway Foundation. That's another thing. Like you are running LG Kicks, mm-hmm. but also the Langston Galloway Foundation. You started with your wife. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the purpose behind that is to provide programming and services for student athletes to 
better themselves on and off the court and, you know, help them become well-rounded, um, things like that. So can you dive a little bit into why you decided to start the foundation and what resources it does provide? Yeah, I, I need to sign you up for, for a telemarketer. I mean, you, you, you spot on, you spot on. Uh, but uh, yeah, now my, my foundation, we really, since I was in college, so the, probably the last seven years, uh, me and my wife, we had just been doing different opportunities where we were umbrelling um, uh, our services to like the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Club. Um, there's another club down here called Breck. And we were just doing, you know, different opportunities every single summer to just benefit them. And eventually we were like, we, we always had a, a notion to say, hey, look, we need to get our own kind of foundation. And that way we can kind of really uh, put our best foot forward and we don't have to worry about answering to anybody. We can kind of just do it on our own and, you know, people are answering to us. So uh, over the last two, two and a half years, um, we were like, look, it's, it's probably time to time to get this thing rolling. And, um, and yeah, we, we made the decision to start it. Um, and we've been going very slow, you know, small programming here and there. Uh, I'm actually getting ready to start a program with a local uh, school here in Baton Rouge called uh, Madison Prep that will be uh, having a mentorship program with them. I'll be sponsoring their meals. Um, if I'm able to go down there and see some games, uh, it'll be great. It'll be great. So, uh, you know, it's just it's just it's great to be able to see the kids behind me benefit from what I wasn't able to, to get when I was coming through. So that's, that's all we're trying to do. Just pr present a, a resource for so many kids to, to get out of like their comfort zone and be able to see more. Wow. That's incredible. And Louisiana, I mean, I'm from Alabama, so I'm pretty familiar with the weather and everything that kind of happens there. And it's definitely a spot that gets hit more often than most. So mm. how grateful do you feel that not only do you get to give back to your own community, but a community that struggles from a good bit of natural disasters? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now we, we're always trying to help out as uh, anywhere we can, but we know that at the end of the day, like, you know, once August hits and all the way up until like October, we know uh, we're in the way of a, a lot of disasters. So we just, just try to just batten down the hatches and, and um, whenever uh, a storm's coming our way, just just be careful and, and cognizant and help out wherever we can. And then recently, um, the Langston Galloway Foundation donated sneakers to essential workers during early season of COVID. So that was actually in Detroit. So we, uh, I wasn't, me and my wife weren't able to be there for that. Um, we partnered with uh, Samaritan's Feet um, in Detroit and Myers uh, to, to just help out with, with um, so many workers that are in need. I mean, you know, a lot of people are just their their foot tra traffic and, and just the multitude of what they have to do right now just to get food is, is so much more now. It's, it's so much more havoc to, to try to get those for their, the resources for their family. So we're like, hey, look. It might not be food. It might not be something that can um, be on your backs, but hey, it's something that you, you're going to need. It's essential. And that's why we, we tried to um, bring shoes to, to the conversation and help so many um, much needed essential workers. You see on social media, people making jokes about 2020 being the worst year ever, <laughs> um, which I don't think any yeah. of the three of us at least will deny that. I mean, being in our 20s, but with that being said, it's COVID, but also now we're seeing the, you know, the uprising and people taking a stand for social justice issues, which is huge and so important. And 
At the beginning of COVID, something Abby and I talked about, and you know, you'd hear if you turn on ESPN, things like that is like, we miss sports. Like sports are such a good distraction. They bring people together. You know, if COVID's going on, at least we can watch a game and feel like we're not dealing with all this right now. But right now I feel like that's transitioning into sports are not the distraction. Sports are the attraction and they're the vehicle for moving social change. So what is it like being an athlete during this huge pivotal time in the fight for equality and also pivotal time in your career? Yeah, I think that it's, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a great blessing in disguise for myself because uh, b- being a black male as well as an athlete, um, I'm trying to use my platform to the best of my abilities. Um, and, and that's first and foremost. And, and for sure, I, I think that we all have an opportunity to you know, not just be a part of a, a moment, but a movement to, to continue to um, not just not just for blacks, but just to to help other people understand what black people go through on a, on a day to day basis. It's not like it's uh, something that's, you know, it's here one day and it's going the next, but it's, it's you know, it's on a daily basis. And that's what our, our biggest, you know, with the Black Lives Movement, that's, that's the biggest thing is just being able to help others um that you know haven't noticed or or maybe they just blind to the fact that you know this is going on around them and just want them to be be able to say hey look i understand how can i help what can i do or just just start a conversation with your friends family whoever so that's that's the biggest thing right now and and i just hope that everyone continues to to keep that conversation going so we saw it at the beginning of covid the NBA was the first one to make the call on canceling games, postponing the season, and other leagues followed. And then now with the quality movement, the NBA, I feel like, set the standard for giving players freedom to customize the back of their jerseys, putting Black Lives Matter across the court, and really unifying as a league to giving players the opportunity to stand up for what they want to fight for, and other leagues followed that. So as an NBA player... Do you feel pride in that? Or what is it like being part of the league that is setting the standard for the rest of sports? No, I'm, I'm very proud for myself to be a part of this, number one. But just all the players that, I mean, I'm, I'm not able to use my platform all the way as, you know, playing in the bubble right now. But I think that, you know, watching and, and seeing how, you know, emotional guys are behind every single movement, like this is, this is this is pivotal. This is pivotal in, in, in how life and, and how we know it and understand it is going to change going forward. And I think that uh, and, it, and it's not just the 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 players from the United States. It's players from all across the world. And everybody's understanding. It, everybody's feeling it. Everybody's just listening. So um, that's why I mean I'm just I'm just you know proud to be a part of this this MBPA. Uh, association. And, and I think that, uh, you know, is, is great. It's great to see. And like you said, you know, it's not just one sport. It's literally sports and athletes all around the world uh, for the first time really taking a stand together. So what are you what do you think are some things that actually need to happen for equality in the sports realm? Like not just, you know, posting a couple things, but what are some things that people can actually do to make the change really occur? being able to keep that conversation going. That's, that's our biggest, you know, benefit right now is like the conversation that goes on at the dinner table, 
um, you know, the breakfast table, like whatever, you know, your family sits at. Those are those moments that we need because we don't want this to just die right now. We want to keep, keep, continue to move. The athletes using their platforms now and, you know, having such a big following and being able to be leaders throughout this movement. Can you walk us inside the mind of a professional athlete? Obviously you can't speak on behalf of everybody, but can you walk us through kind of what athletes are going through mentally with the stoppage of play and balancing their careers. And then they're getting all these outside voices from fans and from, you know, teammates, from owners, from the league, like all these things coming in. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, for myself, like I said, I can't speak for everybody else, but for myself, it's so much bigger than being an athlete. Like that's, that's really the mantra, like how, you know, I think LeBron and those guys, like more than the athlete, that's how it got started is that people for so long put us in a box. And uh, I think that now the platform that we have and the opportunity that we have, we have to be more than just athletes. We have to, uh, the voice for the voiceless, we have to be that that, that sense of, of uh, just connection. And I think that um, for so many guys and myself included, like we just, we just try to do our part. And it's, and it's not saying it's, it's, it's going to change tomorrow, but it's, it's on a daily basis of us just trying to continue to, to get the messaging out there and, and going out there and playing as hard as you can. And, and, and then that messaging just follows you. It doesn't stop at just saying, hey, look, you, you, you know, you're not out there playing hard. Why, why should I follow you? But just knowing that, hey, look, this guy's out here giving his all and he's, he's doing what he needs to be doing in the community. That, that, I mean, that's, that's something that you can get behind. So I think that that's what, you know, is going to continue to go. And, and I'm just, like I said, I'm just proud to be a part of it. And you are the player representative for the Pistons with the NBPA. So you have an extra responsibility and obligation to your teammates. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how are you kind of correlating all the information with that side to the players? Yeah, I try to be able to be the kind of middleman between both because the MBPA, they have a, a obligation to the players to be able to, you know, feed them all the information and what's going on. So it's great to just see how the MBPA, you know, gives me the information and then they relay that to me to say, hey, look, you got to get into your teammates now. I, I try to be that middleman where, everybody is going to absorb different information on different levels. Some guys might say, Hey, look, it'd be better for you to just text me or it might be better for you to call me or, or whatever. So I think that my job is just to be able to be uh, just a landing board for so many people. Cause they call me and say, Hey, look, how can I help with what I need to do? Um, and I'm just, you know, I'm just there for them. And so uh, a lot of guys, are really excited for this opportunity because they do have a platform. They do have the opportunity to, to leverage this for um, just their communities because everybody has a specific community that they have to go back to and help. And, 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 it, and it means a lot when you, when you can see that. And, and it's just, you know, the wheels are turning in their head. With all the responsibility you have as the MBPA rep, the foundation and everything you've kind of been doing in your off time during COVID, but also before this even happened, you've been, active in trying to help communities, but you have a bigger responsibility. You have a two-year-old son, right? Yeah. yeah Lincoln yeah. Galloway the second. So 
Yep. How has being a dad over the last two years changed you as both a player and a teammate? Uh, yeah, my, my son, he he truly is, uh, you know, the, the light of me and my wife's eyes. I mean, we we really light up when when he's around and he's able to, you know, have a, have a personality now. I mean, it's, it's crazy to see like he's, you know, laughing and joking and doing different things now. So it's pretty cool to see. But I, I think that um, when he was first born, like the first spike, four or five months, it really taught me patience. Um, and, and that's why I try to tell a lot of people that my career, I felt like was, it was just going so fast that I, I mean, I was year five when, um, when, he, when we first had him uh, and the seasons was just going by and by and by. And I'm like, man, like I'm already at, you know, year four. And I'm like, I've accomplished so much, but I haven't. And, um, and I think having him like really slowed everything down. It really just made everything just come to a complete stop and just watching him, you know, last season would come on the court and like be around the players in the locker room and just, 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 like I said, his personality started just showing it. And it, it was really cool. And it, in the moment, like it's, it's hard to like, just say like, Hey man, my son is like in the locker room with me, but it's like, it, it really means, it really means a lot. It, it's special. It really is special because I wasn't able to, uh, have those moments, but him getting to, getting to, uh, you know, be a part of this is, it makes it even better. How much does having him around and watching him develop his personality and everything like that impact your drive, motivation for giving back right now? I mean, I can only imagine you're looking at him like, man, all these things I'm doing right now could really help your future when you're older. Yeah, I, I think that um, I definitely do everything. Um, I, I would say as hard as I work, I work. Um, you know, 10 times harder because I know that he's behind me. Like he, he's watching. And, uh, and, and I was just telling uh, my wife um, yesterday, we was, uh, she was at work and then she's coming home and we were like literally laying on the couch and uh, like literally like he gets up. I'm like, Hey, let's go ride the bike. He's ready to go ride the bike. Come in, let's shoot basketball. <laughs> all right, let's shoot. He's promoting that. He wants to do all that. And it's like, it's not like me saying, Hey, I, I, hey, let's go do this. And then he's like, Oh, we have to do this. It's like, he wants to do all this. And it's like, I'm just enjoying the ride because I don't think I was this, you know, outgoing and like just having that much personality when I was a kid. I mean, my mom has already told me like, you know, he does so much more. And I'm just like, yeah, like it's, it's crazy to see, but it's, it's good to like see them, just enjoy him while I'm enjoying him. But it's like all at the same time, it, it's, it's really bringing our family together, having him as, as like the, the focal point. Yeah, that's super sweet. And those are like the moments that, you know, you cherish and you're always going to think about and reflect back to. Yep. But you've said like, this is a movement. It's not just a moment. So the, what we're going through right now is literally history. It's going to be in the textbooks. And like one day your son will learn uh, about the year 2020 and there's going to be 25 pages in the chapter, but, um, <laughs> you know, how special is it that you are doing something that you can look back and tell your kid, like, Hey, I didn't just sit around. Like I was actually really involved and I used my platform. So what is like the one thing that you're most proud of that one day your son's going to look back at this time and ask, what was your biggest accomplishment? I really can't say the philanthropy side of it all because, you know, that's, that's just, that's just my ethics. Like that's, that was how I was raised up. Like my dad, like really instilled that in me. And so, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, it was great to, you know, give back and do so many things in the community. But I think that the biggest thing that I want to have 
Um, and, and I've told my wife is like the legacy and, and, and being able to have that and continue that. And so like, that's why I've been so focused on while uh, COVID has been going on. I kind of went back and got my uh, certification to be a personal trainer. I'm like trying to open up a gym back here in Baton Rouge, like a fitness, like kind of not a center, wow. but like just like a, a small workout facility where I'm able to have like my own skills academies and be able to bring in kids, local kids in the, in the community and be able to like, hey, y'all want to work out? We can work out together or, or work them out individually, as well as one of my best friends, him, you know, on the training side as well, being in there and working out um, people in the, in the community. So that that's number one, um, being able to bring that to a community that needs it, it's in dire need down here in Baton Rouge. Like I mentioned, like the, the sneaker idea is like, that's that's another thing that I really, you know, it, it's always great to be a part of like such big brands and like the ones that you already know about, but it's like trying to create my own lane and own empire. And that's why I just, you know, I enjoy the knowledge that I'm gaining from everything that I've talked to so many people about and, you know, just throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. So it's going to be cool to see how it kind of continues to go forward and how I can kind of continue to build this into something that, well, like I said, it will be a legacy for, for little man when he wants to take it over, whatever is, is there. So it sounds like you've probably had one of the most productive COVID seasons of any player that, you know, I've seen. So in a weird way, are you kind of thankful that you took some time off from basketball, focus on these other areas, and then also to learn things that you never knew how important you were to you or important to your community? Oh look! Don't don't get me wrong. Now I haven't taken any time off of basketball. I'm still doing. It. Right, right. That's, that's 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 look. This is all on the second hand. I still look. I uh, I've been telling so many people like I work out five thirty in the morning. Five five thirty in the morning. I'll get my basketball in, come back, do my two a day at, at noon, and get some more shots up. So, uh, you know, throughout those other time slots, I'm working out people. And then in my free time, I'm making calls and, and talking and going to see different buildings and doing. So it's 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 a full day. I, I like I'm literally on like a 25 hour day schedule, just trying trying to make 25 hours a day, eight days a week. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, with that busy schedule, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to learn about your perspective and everything you're doing to give back, and hopefully. Anybody listening will be inspired to also use their platform to inspire change as well. But we definitely want to give a shout out. So um, check out Langston social media, Lang Galloway 10, LG Kicks 9, and of course, the Langston Galloway Foundation.org. Um, get involved, donate, and just if you're not inspired after this podcast to make a difference, then I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire from podcasting. Cool, cool. Thank you guys so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, I look forward to checking it out.